Welcome to The Backstory with Dr. Ricky Singh. This podcast is focused on bringing you the latest research-based information about dramatically improving health, well-being, and quality of life. And here's your host, Dr. Ricky Singh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Backstory. So we're all about to sit around the table this week with family and friends as Thanksgiving and the holiday season approaches us. And I think it's really easy to look around and say what we're thankful for and say thanks to those around us for the food that's laid out in front of us. And we may be thankful for our friends and family visiting us. And we may be thankful for the big turkey. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about being thankful versus being grateful. So this past weekend, I was at our temple, Gurdwara, which is where my daughter has her Sunday school or her religious classes. And the principal or headmaster really struck something with me on the topic of being grateful versus being thankful. And I want to share with you some of what he shared with us. So contrary to what many people think, including myself, there's actually a difference between being thankful and being grateful. So what does it mean to be thankful? Well, the textbook definition is that thankfulness means a conscious awareness of the benefits received. Basically, the person receiving the benefits has an awareness of a beneficial gesture and responds as such saying, thank you. And a lot of times it's automatic. You know, when someone does something nice or helpful for you, you say thank you. So it's an expression of appreciation for something or someone that another person has done for you or has given you. And admittedly, this is something we teach our kids, right? We teach them to be polite. We teach them to express kindness when someone does something for them. But thankfulness is something that is transient and it only lasts for a few moments. And oftentimes it comes with little thought. It's a knee-jerk reflex. And this might happen every day. Imagine it's your birthday and you just turned 40 years old and you want a new set of golf clubs. Again, this is an anecdote from a friend. And you know they're a little expensive and you know you probably don't need them. But imagine your surprise when you wake up on your birthday and there it is, your brand new set of golf clubs. You run over to your wife and say, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you are thankful. And in that moment, you are happy. So it's pretty easy to be thankful. Because thankfulness just involves how we're feeling at that time, in the moment. And truthfully, it's pretty easy. Because it's a surface level response and very few people would disagree that being thankful is hard to do. Because in fact, it's pretty simple. But thankfulness isn't really enough to keep us in a positive mindset. And because of this, we must rely on other ways to maintain a positive attitude. And one of those such ways is expressing gratitude. So what does it mean to be grateful? Well, the dictionary defines being grateful as having a sense of thankfulness that comes from a feeling rather than a social norm response to a kind gesture. So being grateful or having gratitude can be directed not only to a person or people who you appreciate, but also things that you feel have been beneficial to your life. For example, you can be grateful for your health. You can be grateful that you have mobility and function because all these things are worthy of gratitude. And these feelings come from a deeper place within yourself. And unlike thankfulness, gratitude is a much more memorable experience. It can last a long time. When you feel gratitude, you can have that sense of appreciation for days, weeks, months, even years, 
Whereas when you give thanks, it's temporary, it's transient, it's in that moment. But you don't have to take my word for it. Let's see what the science says. So according to Johns Hopkins Medicine, there is a direct correlation between having a positive attitude, being grateful, and your physical and mental health. And what they found was that people with a family history of heart disease who also had a positive outlook were one-third less likely to have a heart attack or any other cardiovascular event within 5 to 25 years compared to those who had a more negative outlook. But it's important to note that having a positive attitude wasn't just thinking happy thoughts. It actually took effort and determination to remain positive. Another study from the University of California, Berkeley found, and I quote, research suggests that gratitude may be associated with many benefits for individuals, including better physical and psychological health, increased happiness and life satisfaction, decreased materialism, and much more. So what does all this mean? Gratitude is about being content physically and mentally within the state of your life. You're not always gonna be happy, but you can still be grateful and you can still practice gratitude. In fact, from that same study from the University of California, Berkeley, they found that practicing gratitude is not only good for you, but it's good for the relationships around you. So how do you know if you're operating within the attitude of gratitude or the emotion of thankfulness? But remember, thankfulness fades and gratitude remains. Gratitude often begins with thankfulness, so it is important, but the difference happens when you keep on focusing on everything that remains once the thankfulness fades. Also, gratitude deepens our interconnections. We feel thankful when something happens externally, but we practice gratitude when we rely on our inner voice to stay positive and remain appreciative. Thankfulness is about the present, and gratitude improves long-term relationships. So what else does the science say about the benefits of practicing gratitude? Well, first of all, it's good for you. As I mentioned earlier, studies have shown that practicing gratitude can have a positive impact on your social, physical, and emotional health. In fact, people who spend more time experiencing and practicing gratitude seem to spend less time experiencing aches and pains and going to me, coming to the doctor. What about happiness? Gratitude can improve your outlook on life and appreciating what you have can make you feel more optimistic and satisfied, thereby having less feelings of frustration and jealousy and regret. Studies have shown that practicing gratitude can improve your self-esteem and confidence, which also has a direct correlation with improving your mood. Relationships can benefit from practicing gratitude because people are often attracted to positive people. This makes it easier to get along with and talk to. Again, don't get me wrong, being thankful is an important part of your life to show appreciation, but gratitude just takes it one step deeper. What about sleep? There's data to suggest that people who practice gratitude right before bedtime by listing out the things that they are grateful for report better sleep. And this is because just by expressing what this gratitude is, you diminish anxiety and stress, which we know have a negative correlation with the quality of sleep. So I hope by now I have convinced you that one of the most powerful ways to rewire your brain for more joy and less stress is to focus on gratitude. So, how do you do it? Here are a couple simple ways to become more grateful. The first is, share your gratitude with others. Research has found that just by expressing gratitude can you strengthen your relationship. So, the next time you're with your partner, your friend, your family, and one of them does something that you appreciate, be sure to let them know. The second is, remember the bad. 
To be grateful in your current state, it's important and helpful to remember all the hard times that you have experienced. When you remember how difficult life used to be and how far you have come, you can set up an explicit contrast in your mind, and this contrast is very productive and fertile for gratefulness. We talked about this last week, one step at a time. So all my patients who have struggled with mobility, just remember how far you've come after your spine surgeries or hip replacements or other pain procedures. You're moving better today than you were yesterday and the day before. So just by focusing on that positive outlook, I'm hoping that can lead to improved functional mobility. So in the end, it's not wrong to be thankful and express it. Random acts of kindness, as well as intentional acts of kindness, occur every day. And it's important to express our thanks for it. And not just because society tells us to. Being polite is the right thing to do because thanking people for their kind gestures does create a positive feeling within us and it's fine to be thankful. And at the same time, we should also strive to feel grateful as gratitude is part of how we make sense of our lives. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of always reaching for something new in the hopes that it will make them feel happier or thinking that they can't feel satisfied until every physical or material need is met. Gratitude helps people refocus on what they have instead of what they lack. So I hope this helped. I am certainly going to practice what I preach and share my gratitude with others, my wife, my kids, my family. I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself. We're here at The Backstory, and we've got your back. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Backstory. Please subscribe, rate the podcast, and review The Backstory on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Music. And feel free to share this podcast on social media or even your own website or blog. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. To learn more about Dr. Singh and his clinical research, please follow him on social media. You can also sign up for his newsletter by going to www.rickysinghmd.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y-S-I-N-G-H-M-D dot com.